0: Well, we, we can still start. We're going to be looking at Psalm One. And does anybody know what the word Psalm means? 也许, what does the word actually psalms mean? I know if I was a young person, I'd be like psalms, what, what's what's psalms? One. Well, the word Psalms actually means, and let's see if what I'm about to say is going to connect with your thinking. It's a book of praises. Essentially, Psalms are basically poetry. So if you're a young person and you love poetry, you should be reading the Psalms. But Psalms are even more than that. There's actually 11 different distinctions within Psalms. There's like 11 different types of Psalms in Psalms. But to keep it simple, Psalms are simply poetry set to music. 而且呢, so, Psalms are basically what? Songs. Young person. Songs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> he's <a good> student, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> he sat in the front in his college class. And always had his hand up. Very smart. Yeah, so Psalms are basically songs. <laughs> so, if you're a young person and you love iTunes, 如果你是一个年轻人喜欢听那个爱佛空上的诗歌的话, then you should be reading psalms. Psalms are like the iTunes catalog of the Bible. iTunes So psalms are like iTunes on steroids. So all young people love music. So you should be reading at least one psalm a day. Because they're songs and these songs are powerful. And you can set everything you read in psalms to music. And if you do play musical instruments you could be creative and try to put tunes and be original and unique with your violin or with your um, trumpet or my daughter played the flute and my other daughter plays the violin but you can be creative as a Christian and engage in the word in a more creative way by putting music to the songs. 你要有一些你你你你可以用一些樂器的話,那麼你就可以把你的歌的詩篇,可以錄語的樂器表拿出來,或是你的小吉棋或是你的小號或者是笛子等等的。So, final question for the young people. How many songs or psalms are there in the Bible? 那麼我要給你一個問題問一下,你們知道在詩篇裡一共有多少詩篇,一共有多少首歌嗎? Anybody know the answer? Look <laughs> really quick. hundred and fifty. A hundred and fifty songs. So, there's a lot to keep you busy. So let's pray and we'll get into the message. I don't Am I gonna be using the clicker or are you gonna click from um I don't know. And you He's gonna click for me. What? You oh, okay. All right, I, well I'm gonna keep going. I you know, we'll keep and then wherever when once it works, we'll we'll start from there. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, 天父, we thank you for your words. And we thank you that you've set your words to music. And so may we be encouraged by reading these spiritual, inspired, godly songs. uh, And as we read them, Lord, may we have a heart of humility. May we be open to what you are speaking to us. What are you telling us this morning? What do you want us to know? About you. May our joy and may our pleasure come from knowing you in a deeper way. Thank you for giving us these songs. As a way to connect to you. As a way to connect to you in a deeper way. Lord, help us to grow deeper in our knowledge of you. Grow in a deeper knowledge of Jesus Christ. For your glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 So, Are You Growing? is the title for the message. And we're going to be looking at and studying Psalm 1. And so, as we looked at Psalm, and if you have Psalms on your phone or on the Bible that you have in your hand, you can look at Psalms again. 你可以把你的, uh, uh, 圣经和在手机上, 或是持续的, now, I'm going to read to you Psalms again. I'm not going to sing it to you. It could be sung because it's a song. But I'm not going to sing it to you. You wouldn't want me to sing it to you. You wouldn't like me. So that's why I'm going to read it to you. And, and I think that's why mostly we read the psalms and we don't sing them because many of us maybe don't have the best voice. Now, uh, now, as we read the songs, I'm going to go back to the other side. I want you just to understand that Psalm 1 is essentially talking about happiness. uh, uh And it's essentially talking about these incredible contrasts. So I want you to see that as we're reading. I mean, it's talking about like what it means to be happy. and by implication, what it means to be unhappy. And what you're essentially going to learn is that to be happy means to be godly. To be filled with joy means 嗯. to be someone who is godly, someone who's putting God first, someone who knows God. And by implication, the psalm is also about what it means to be unhappy, uh, 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 which means being ungodly. So, as you read the psalms, I want you to keep those principles in mind. Uh, I want you to feel the music God's inspired music in your soul. uh, And God is just simply saying the source of your happiness needs to be connected to me. And likewise if you're not happy it's because you're just not connected to me. Does that make sense? Really clear, right? It's not going to get any more complicated than that. If you're filled with joy, it should be coming from God. And if you're not filled with joy, it's simply because you're not connected to God. You don't put God first. Let's pray. I mean, oh let's let's read. We so in Psalm 1, it says, Blessed is the man, or happy is the man, or joyful, right? We like to talk in Christian circles as joy. We understand that in a deeper way. Is the man that walks... That means lives, behaves, not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. And what that's simply talking to you about is, you know, if you're going to be a godly person, be careful who you hang out with. 行事为人, uh, 不同恶人的计谋, 不但罪人的道路, 你要记住, I mean, who you surround yourself with will determine how you feel and how you what you're what's important to you, what you're focused on. Like who you hang around with will influence you either for good or for bad. And honestly, if you're going to be godly and you're going to put God first, then you shouldn't be spending an inordinate amount of time with the ungodly. And that simply means like what kind of music are you listening to, what kind of movies are you watching, what Netflix are you looking at, what websites do you go onto? to, who do you hang out with on a Friday or Saturday night, who are your best friends, I mean the list can go on, but are is it defined by godly influences? Or ungodly influences. So This doesn't mean that you are not going to have people in your life who are All Christian and no non-Christians, but we're just talking about quantity of time, the relationships that you have, have, how deep are they, and who are they deep with? Now look at verse 2. Verse 2 says, but his delight, meaning the godly man or the happy man, right? The true happy person is a godly person, a righteous person. And verse 2 says, but his delight, meaning the godly man, the happy man's delight, is in, not in ungodly influences, but in godly influences. 所以他的喜乐,他所最喜欢的事情,喜爱的事情. So it says his delight is in the law of the Lord. That means the law of the Lord is the source of his delight. 所以这, 这, 这, 这边讲的, or we can say it this way. His delight is in the Bible. 所以, 或者换句话说, the happy godly man enjoys reading the Bible. 所以一个敬虔的人, 一个喜爱的人, and the Bible is the source of the joy of the godly happy man. Because the Bible points to God. And as you get closer to God, you become more godly, more righteous, and you become happy. You read the Bible to, you read the Bible to learn more about God. To learn who God is. To learn what God does. And, and as you do that, you become more joyful. 那么你, you become happier. I mean, it should make you happy to know God's in control. It should make you happier to know God cares for me. It should make you happy to know that God says, "Cast, throw all your cares on him, for he cares for you. It should make you happy when you read the scriptures and the scriptures say, don't be afraid of their faces. I'm with you. Be courageous. That's a great verse for an interview, by the way. <laughs> 所以如果你要去, and what you begin to learn over time is that, wow, when I spend time with God's words, I'm spending time with God, and it strengthens me, and it gives me peace, and it gives me joy, and it gives me true happiness。Bible的时候, 哦, 更加的力, 更多的力量, so verse 2 says that the godly man is someone who takes delight, who enjoys, takes pleasure in the Bible and what that godly man over time you know what he does he's thinking about it he's reading it he's chewing on it he's it's called meditating not like you know clearing your mind meditation but like thinking deeply about it and and dwelling on it the blessed, happy, godly, righteous man is thinking about God's words all day long. And look what it says, you will be like spiritually. In verse three is basically a metaphor, it's figurative language, but it's to say if you are that type of person. Look what your character is going to look like. I mean, look at this beautiful language. It's really incredible. If you spend time with God's word, you're spending time with God. God and your character is going to look like a tree. So verse 3 says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper. You want to be successful? Spend time with God and his words. You want to have a a righteous, good, holy character. You want to be a man or woman of integrity. Spend time with God in his words. And then look at verse 4. Here comes another contrast. But It says the ungodly are not so. That means the ungodly don't have integrity or character like a tree. The ungodly really could care less about the Bible. The ungodly make fun of the Bible. The ungodly don't have any time for God. And the ungodly will make fun of God. They'll mock God. And so guess what? The ungodly won't be like a tree. They'll be like shack. Then and that's uh, just like simply to Kampi say, if you have any sort of peanuts or nuts or sunflower seeds, there's so that kind of outside coating, it's sort of like the coat of the seed, and it just, it just peels off, it's nothing, It just you can blow it away. That's what shaft basically is. And from God's perspective, if you're ungodly, you're like shaft. Which means you won't be very strong. You won't be able to weather any storms. You'll always freak out when anything happens. You're filled with worry and fear and doubt. You're a mess, right? And you say, why are they a mess? Because they're ungodly. They don't put God first. They put themselves first. 所以你看到没有,这样的一个人,他在风暴来临的时候就会随满落, they They're always panicking, panicking! Well, why are they panicking? Because they're not putting God past. 而且他们会很惊恐,如果有事情临到的时候就很惊惧。so so look at verse 4. It says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. One day, when every single solitary person stands before God in a resurrected state, billions upon billions upon billions upon billions of people, the Bible says they'll just be separated, sheep and goats, righteous, unrighteous, in the Mm -hmm. eyes of the Lord, and the righteous will enter into the glory of God, and the unrighteous will be cast into a lake of fire. And whether you think that is fair or unfair, if you think that's good or not good, that's what God will do. 不管你怎样认为,你认为他公义不公义,公平不公平,但是这是神将要做的事情。and look at verse 6. It says, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now it is important as Christians to read this psalm with a Christian mindset. Right? Because you could read this psalm and think, okay, I got to do, do, do in order to be godly and righteous. Oh, but we're Christians. 但是我们是基督徒. So we know that our godliness and righteousness ultimately comes from who? The person and work of God. Jesus Christ amen so as you're reading this psalm don't forget to insert that in and I'll show you where that is there's a clue in there that points to Jesus because that's a critical element you don't want to leave out so so, what is spiritual growth? We're talking about spiritual growth. And since you have the lay of the land now, I was able to take some time to kind of unpack that that chapter for you. Now you can kind of maybe understand the message a little clearer. I mean, I hope that you want to grow spiritually. As you enter the new year, I hope that you want to grow closer to God. And growing closer to God, I just mean like you want to know God better, you want to know Him differently, you want to know Him in new ways. And that's important because the more you know about something, the more you will either love that thing or hate that thing. Does that make sense? Have you ever met someone and be like, wow, I really like them? And as you got to know them, you're like, oh, I really don't like them. I think that's sometimes what my wife thinks of me now. (laughs) She always says to my kids, he wasn't like that when we were dating. I feel like the more my wife gets to know me, the the less she likes me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to be nice. The more I know about my wife, the more I love her. But in the case of the Bible, the more you learn about God, your love for him should grow. (音) And so someone teaches us clearly that God's intent for you, meaning the godly Christian, right? That's the lens we're looking at, is that you will grow a faith-based eternal character that will be defined by the thoughts, the feelings, and motives of Jesus Christ. (音) Uh, 敬前的人, 或者说基督徒, 呃, 要在, 呃, 祖父里面有成长, 使我们基于信心的, I mean, that's a mouthful, right? You, you, gotta, you gotta dwell on that for a little bit. Uh, 这, <laughs> All right. That's not soup. That's like a T-bone steak. You got to chew on it for a little bit and think about it. But, assen- but essentially, it just means that you want to grow as a Christian. Your goal is that your life will reflect more of Jesus. That in time you will begin to get used to saying yes to the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit is telling you, think this way, feel this way, do that thing. Right? I mean, I mean, doesn't God speak to you? 神有没有对你说话呢? Does God ever tell you to do something? Have you ever, have you experienced that? And I'm, if you have, then you know that sometimes you say, okay, God, I'll do it. And sometimes you say, I don't want to do it. <laughs> And that's a normal experience. And it's 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 not that it's okay, but it but it happens, and it happens a lot in my life, in your life, and when it does, don't give up, confess, repent, and because God's goal is for you to keep growing, and growing takes time, and it's not easy. Uh, so don't give up just because you mess up. So leave, you just, uh, I mean, it's amazing how so many times people are like, oh, I sinned again. Oh, I can't believe this. Oh, I'm not living the perfect life. Yo, what good is it? They give up so easily in their relationship with God. When they mess up or they sin or they keep sinning the same sin, they want to just give up on God. I mean, you don't do that in any other area of life. You could never graduate from high school or college if you had that attitude. I mean when you picked up the pre-calculus book for the first time, did you open it and go, oh, I understand this. This is wonderful. I love it. Great. It's so easy. But it's just, it's down. You struggle through it. You have ups and downs, you have good grades, bad grades. You might need a tutor, it's like you're studying, it's, I still don't get it, but you continue. So you don't give up. And the same thing with God. Don't give up. God does not want you to give up. He's just always saying, Keep going, come on, it's okay, keep coming. 但是我們不能放棄,我們也需要更這樣的認真的學習,也需要找其他人來幫助,然後我們就可以慢慢的就可以把這個這個課程就學好,屬靈的生命也是如此,不要誰變去放棄,乃是要到神的面前來,其實也知道我們會有時吃腳的時候,但神主是鼓勵我們說你要繼續,也不要放棄,繼續來,我知道. Uh, so be encouraged.你要剛強 and as you go through Psalms, I hope as we were discussing it and you read it multiple times, you're seeing these contrasts. You're seeing all this the happy man, the unhappy man, the godly man, the ungodly man, the tree, the shack, right? Right and wrong. And what you're learning from that as you go through Psalms is that God is very clear with us. God is someone who sees things very clearly. And God wants loyalty. And you have to choose. I mean, Psalm 1 is a song that's talking about people making choices. Who are you spending? Choosing what to think about. You decide that. Choosing how to spend your time. You decide that. Choosing who you want to surround yourself with. You decide that. Choosing what voices you are paying attention to. Again, you decide that. And so you have to make these, if you want to say these incredible choices each day. And you have to make a decision who ultimately are you putting first. You see what Jesus says about this type of lifestyle and thinking. Jesus says, No man can serve two masters, for he either will hate the one and love the other. Or else you will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye, meaning all of you cannot serve God and mammon, or materialism. So again, you're either a godly person or an ungodly person. So again, you're either a godly person or an ungodly person. You either love God's word or you hate God's word. The Lord is your master or the Lord isn't your master. Jesus goes on, he says unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I mean, our culture says, put yourself first. Our culture says, take care of yourself first. Our culture says, says, "You you must love yourself first. Our culture is all about, you are number one. But Jesus says, deny yourself. And put me first. And then you'll be happy. Right? It's the, it's the exact opposite of what our culture says. Jesus said unto them, If you, that will be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. See, as you begin to meditate on God's word and you want to be like that tree, it means spending time with God's word and having your mind shaped by the thoughts and intents of God. Now, if you're reading some of this, you're going, I don't really agree with any of that. My life does not reflect any of that. I don't really even understand it. <laughs> then that's okay. You need to say, Lord, forgive me. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm sinning. I'm not where I need to be in my thought process. I can see my thoughts are not godly. Forgive me. Change me. Repent. So as you read the word, as you read Psalm 1, as you start connecting it to other verses, you begin to say, this is some heavy stuff that, you know, the Bible is a heavy book. It's got some Heavy messages, there's a heavy voice in this. And as you read Psalm 1, you really, and we're not going to do this, but you have to really read it with Psalm 119 and also John 15. And as you read Psalm 1 with Psalm 119 and John 15, you'll get even more insight into what Psalm 1 is all about so we're going to look at two things uh as we progress through the message today we're going to look at how someone shows you whether you are either growing closer to god or not and we're going to look at that and we're going to look at two aspects of that so now it's time for you to like get active in your mind now right you yeah. might be in a passive state right now thinking about what you're going to have for lunch so let's kind of let's let's i'm going to turn it to you now and i'm going to start asking you questions so i want you to think for a minute and say all right we've looked at psalm one we've kind of looked at the on verse by verse i i i kind of get it but here's a question I want to ask you. What is one of the key phrases in this chapter that is linked to growth? Right? Our goal is to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We don't mean literally. When we're talking about growing spiritually, we mean that our character reflects more of Jesus's character. Right? You're a Christian. You say, I'm a Christian. All right, what does that mean? You reflect Jesus. (laughs) This is not rocket science, right? I'm a Christian. I should... Act more like Jesus, not walking on water, but being kind and loving and patient, and that you say, Wow, he must be a Christian. He reflects the characteristics of Jesus. I mean, this might be hard language, but like, I don't want to be an American. I want to be a Christian. I mean, I don't want to be defined by he's a Republican. He's a Democrat. He's a conservative. He's no. I want to be a Christian. So what do you guys think? As you look through that chapter, and you're looking through, what is one of, there's a few, but what is one of the key phrases in the chapter that's linked to me becoming more like Jesus and being like that inter-like, be like a tree, strong and bearing fruit, and you know. And we're talking spiritually, right? What's, what's one of the key verses? What, what, what do you pick out of that chapter? What, what 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 word? Right? What word speaks to you about that? Well, I want you to think of one of my favorite dim sum dishes. Now, I might be saying it wrong, and I definitely, if I do, you need to correct me. But this is how I say it. I say, I call it hagao. Is that good? Oh, is that good? Am I saying it wrong? Oh, okay, I love I mean, like, love this dim sum dish. Like, when I've been in Chinatown, uh, more like I keep wanting that one. Like, like I could eat like 20 or like, I could eat them all day long. And I know people want me to try other dim sum dishes, but not just that one. That's the one I love. That's the one that just speaks to me. I love it. Oh, so, so good. So good. And, and of course you must, I must eat it with like the hot oil or hot chili oil. Best dish ever. Love it. So, for me, the, one of the key verses in that chapter, which is in verse 2, is delight. I mean, if I come out of a Chinese restaurant and I'm really smiling, you know that he must have just had because that's the source of my pleasure and joy and delight. Like, I love that. It makes me happy. So And then, and you also know how I'm reacting that I really don't eat it very often because I can't find it, but it's awesome. So delight is for me a key word in growing spiritually and growing more like Jesus and thinking about like, what do you take? Pleasure in? What do you enjoy? Like, what's the source of your happiness? What's the source of your joy? What's the source of your pleasure? I mean, it's not really a complex question to answer. But I want you to answer for yourself, like, what ultimately gives you pleasure and joy? Like, what are you, what are you being drawn to? What what are you plugging yourself into? Because that tells you what you delight in. So you have to you so so you do it, you and so if you want to grow to be more like Jesus in your character, then I'm gonna ask you like, are you know, are you taking pleasure in what he would want you to take pleasure in? Like the godly man, the person who's like a tree with their character is someone who gets joy. From God, God is the source. God in His words, verse two, is the source of His joy. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. Right? Because there's no way you're going to grow if you're not spending time with God and His words. I mean, Jesus says his words are like a seed, and they're planted, and then they grow. So if you're filling your mind up with God's seeds, you'll be more like him in character in time. And I've just noticed this, right? The more you spend time with good things, the more you begin to learn that those good things really do bring you joy. I mean, sometimes I read the Bible and I get nothing out of it and doesn't have any impact on me. I just read it and I'm like, you know, and I go on my phone and I'm scrolling. But I've read the Bible enough to know that there have been numerous times when I've read the Bible and God has spoken to me and I have felt stronger and I have felt joy and I have felt peace and I have felt better and there's something supernatural taking place. I, I know enough to know that and That's that makes me keep coming back for more. 但是因为我有足够的读经的经历,在很多很多的时候,我在读到神的话语的时候,神的话语使我更加的刚强,更加的喜乐,更加的乐意靠近,所以我就知道说,这个我读的时候,绝对没有味道,不知所谓这是暂时的事情,所以我就继续回来,继续地读神的话语。And and listen, the godly man is someone who's going to get their source of joy ultimately from God and his words. 我们要知道敬虔的人终究他的福音。Uh And the ungodly person is just someone who gets their source of joy and happiness and pleasure from everything other than God. Not that there's anything wrong with going to Disney. This is not an anti-Disney campaign. I'm Uh, just using it as a symbol. uh, But if given a choice, more people would want to go to Disney World in church. Wouldn't we agree with that? <laughs> 但是如果我们可以, and maybe that's our problem as Christians. Maybe, you know, we don't make church what it should be. And maybe there's not more laughter and joy in church. And maybe there's a reason why people would rather go to Disney World in church. But my point is, you can know very easily what I take pleasure in, what I enjoy. And you just look at well, where does he spend his time? How does he spend his money? What is he looking to? What is she looking to? We right. We, have, we have to look at how we can our time, our energy, our money. What kind of place? So I want you to keep in mind these two principles, right? I hope today you want to grow spiritually. My hope today is that you want to be reflect in a better way, deeper way, the character of Jesus and your thoughts and your feelings and your motives. I hope today. Uh, My hope today is that you want to be a godly man or woman. My hope today is that you do want a character that could be symbolized like a beautiful, powerful, strong tree. And so these questions are intended not to like condemn you, they're 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 there to get you to reflect and get you to confess and repent. Because ultimately you grow. When you realize, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. Oh, I got to change. Oh, I got to make some uh, adjustments in my life. Like that's how you become better at anything. And God calls that pruning. Pruning, pruning. Like cutting the little branches and the, the dead like branch and leaf. From a tree it's pruning so it can grow better. And so if you're going through a rough time right now as a Christian, don't don't think God's abandoned you. He, he might be just pruning you. Why? So that you just grow stronger. I mean I've been this I've been discovering a truth lately and I've said it to my wife a few times but I really believe this of what I'm about to share with you uh, uh, I mean I love the Lord but I also know I love the things of the world and sometimes I love the world more than I love the Lord like i I'm conscious of that in my own mind and I know there's always this tension between loving God, loving the world, loving God, putting God first, and loving the world. You know, it's always that battle going on. And so we were going through a lot, we're going through a lot of stuff now, like dad is sick and there's things going on with my daughter and there's like all this like stuff going on, stuff going on with my wife and her health. There's like a laundry list of stuff we're dealing with. And sometimes there's so much stuff flowing into your life, you just feel like you're you're like, oh, not like one more thing. It's like on the Jenga. Like one more thing, I'm gonna pull out. The whole thing is gonna just collapse. Yeah, you hear so And so my new like sort of reflection on this is, I said, and I said to my wife, I said, I really feel like God's allowing, right? He's, He's all powerful. He's allowing all this just to remind us again to keep our mind and affections on him and stop loving this world. Is to just like get us not to desire wanting to stay here forever. Oh, me, think the in 呃, does, does, does that help some of you? Hope like it's so easy to love this place, isn't it? Like just love everything about our lives. We can't wait for the mall, and we can't wait to buy this. Like, and you can lose sight of God so quickly. Right? I think sometimes things happen to us that are not necessarily positive, negative things. It's God to say, don't love the things of this world. Like, why are you loving things that are going to be temporary? Why are you loving things that are here today, gone tomorrow? Set your affections on things above. Set your affections on eternal things. Set your affections on things that will last forever. Yeah. yeah. 但是呢, 不能存在永远, so that's what I told my wife. Yeah, I'm sure she loved hearing that. I uh, am sure She loved hearing my sermon. 她, but I believe it. I think it's important. So just something for you to keep in mind here. What a, are you someone who like is enjoying things God hates? Or are you taking pleasure in what God loves? 或者是你在, uh, Think about it. Like, hmm, as a Christian, do, do I really enjoy taking pleasure in what God loves, like His bird but Caring for the orphan, the oppressed, the poor, prayer, church, evangelism or do i like really take pleasure in what god he's ah number one裡面會啊思想,我是真的喜歡神所喜歡的事情嗎?我是不會也去照顧在患難中的僕人,是不是也去幫助有需要的人,是不是要更加的去做神所喜悅的事,還是我要主是在想要做一些神我主是要給可能會享受那些神所虛物的東西? Uh, 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 I mean it's gonna be hard to be godly and be happy and and be blessed and be following Jesus if I am a lover of pleasure and not a lover of him. That's a whoso So, just something to think about. Are you taking delight in God's word? Do you find that his word directs you to him and it gives you true joy? It reminds you of the joy of his salvation. It reminds you of what he did for you on the cross. It gives you a hope and a peace that the world can give you. Well, maybe you're someone who enjoys what God hates. Well, let's see what God hates. Go to Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. 我们看看, uh, 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 right? So, Right? And as you're reading this, don't be someone like, well, I'm not taking, I'm not killing anyone. Yeah, but you watch people kill people all the time on TV and you play video games where people are constantly being killed. So you do take pleasure in blood being shed because you watch movies, you read comic books, you that have bloodshed in them. So you know when you read this stuff in the Bible, don't be so literal that it's always like, oh, it's not me. But no, it might be you in a different way. Maybe it's you in a figurative way. Maybe it is you in a literal way. So, we the I mean, isn't God amazing? God is so amazing. He's so clear with us. He's like, I'm going to tell you what I hate. I mean, the God of the universe, the God who made the black holes and stars and the sun. He's like, I'm going to tell you what I think. I mean, what a great way to begin a relationship. Imagine you meet someone for the first time. You meet someone for the first time, you're always like, what's your favorite color? When's your birthday? What do you like? What's your favorite food? You know, you ask all the things that you love. Can you might be like, tell me what you hate. What <laughs> so do you hate? 如果, 喜欢吃这么样的, um, hey, it's such a better way to begin a relationship because if I know what you hate, and I'm not going to do those things, and we're going to have a great relationship. <laughs> Well, why do you have conflict in your relationship? Because you keep doing the thing that the other person hates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You might have given them roses the day before, but you keep doing things that they hate. Like it just wipes away the roses. All right, so these are things that God hates. Look at verse 17. God hates a proud look. I'm the best. I'm the best, right? A proud look, right? You know what that is, the proud look. You know exactly what that is. You might be the most important person in your place of work. You know what the proud look is. Every young person who's on TikTok or Instagram, they know what the proud look is, right? They're constantly doing it. God hates a proud look. The I am better than you look. The I'm smarter than you look. The I'm better looking than you look. The than you look. Right? That's, <laughs> because That's a reflection of Satan. That's how Satan looks. Satan is a prideful being. Satan took great pride in his beauty, and Satan took great pride in his musical abilities, and Satan took great pride in his unbelievable wisdom. So God hates a crowd look. I'm not telling you what I hate. I might love a proud look. But God is saying, I'm telling you what I hate. He hates a lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. Stop playing Call of Duty. Like why you blowing things up and watching people lay on the ground? You know what I mean? Like God doesn't like violence. uh, Look at this one. Verse 18, a heart that divides wicked imaginations. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Some of you at night laying there and things that pop into your mind and my mind, right? He hates that stuff. Oh, look at this one. This, this is for the college students on Friday night. Beat that, be swift and running to mischief. That's the college that's the college person verse right there. That's for all those in the fraternities and sororities and Friday and Saturday nights and Thursday nights, right? Running, running to the party. Running to the party. Look at verse 19. A false witness. That's how Jesus got killed. False witnesses. Look at that last one. He that sows plants discord among brethren hey did you hear about sowing the church keyboard, right like sowing problems with the body of Christ that's like God hates that I mean he hates it so much it makes him sick that he wants to throw up so if you're taking pleasure in those things then you're not really godly you're like chef. You're like this worthless coating of a seed and it's just going to be blown away. You'll be here today gone tomorrow. And, and you're not going to have good fruit. In fact, your life will be defined by the works of the flesh, not a... Through the spirit. I mean, look at the look at the works of the flesh, self-love, frustration, quick tempered, doubt, self indulgence, on and on it goes. So what's reflected by what God loves? Well, in John 14, 15, it does say, if you love me, keep my commandments. So the source of power for the fruit tree, and this is why I want you to be thinking about here's the other thing that's that that's interesting, right? One thing is picking up that word delight in Psalms, but what's another source of power in that verse? I mean, how ultimately am I going to generate this fruit of the Spirit and grow to be more like Jesus? Like, how is that going to take place? To me, there's a little clue back in Psalms And the clue is in verse 3 that talks about how the tree is planted by the rivers of water. As a Christian, stay connected to Jesus. When you read the Bible, ask yourself, what is this telling me about God? What is this telling me about Jesus? How can I get to to know Jesus more as you're reading through the verses? Because Psalm 1 is essentially teaching me like if I want to be godly and I want to be righteous, I got to be connected to Jesus and his words. uh And as I I learn learn more about him, my joy will increase. And if my joy increases, I'm going to want to spend more time with him. And the inverse is true as well. That if I'm not getting joy from his word, my relationship with him, I'm not going to spend time with his word, and I'm just going to do things that he hates. Look what Jesus says here in John. He says, Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that says to thee, give me to drink that would have asked of him, and he would have given thee the living water. 呃, 十节里面, 并且知道神的恩赐, 你早已求祂, as the water is the source of strength for the tree the water the water of Christ the spirit of Christ in us is the source of our strength Look what Jesus says here abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine, no more can ye, meaning all of you, it's plural, except ye, all of you, abide in me. I am the vine, ye, all of you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye, meaning all of you, can do nothing. 他說, 啊, 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 若不住在我里面, 我是葡萄树, 住在我里面的, and look at this. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, meditate on the words day and night, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you, herein is my Father glorified. That ye all of you bear much fruit, so that so shall ye all of you be my disciples. So, how do you know that you're growing as a Christian? Well, What's your fruit look like? Are you bearing spiritual fruit or are you doing the works of the flesh? The other fruit that we were talking about before, right? God says, If I'm meditating on His Word day and night, I will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and I'm going to bear fruit. That's the fruit He's talking about. 若他要像一棵树栽在溪水旁,按时会结果子,在你讲的果子,就是这里讲到的,这些树林的,是你们的果子,要结出来的。Just use it as a checklist. 你们现在就可以来看一看。This this is what God is working through you as his follower. 这就是我们作为神的跟随者,他在我们心里的做功所要结出来的。Say yes to the process. 对神在我们身上做功的过程,我们要 Yes. You say, what's God doing in me? Well, he's trying to make you more patient. He's trying to make you more gentle. He wants you to be more, more peaceful. He wants you to be more like Jesus. Say yes to that. Amen. Stop. Being so hard on yourself that you're not perfect. Jesus is perfect. He 神, is perfect he's perfect, he's trying to root these things in you. So in conclusion, if you want to grow, it's going conclusion, if to take a few things. One thing is going to take you to be meditating, reflecting, thinking, and spending more time with God through His words. The other thing it's going to take is you surrounding yourself with godly people. So spend time in church, spend time at the studies, go to the youth groups, go to the retreats, spend time with God's people. And the other way you're going to grow godly, more godly, more like Jesus, is it's just going to take time. Check this out. We live in a fast food culture and we expect everything to be instantaneous, right? You read the Bible, I'm a new person. I, like, I have no problem. No spiritual growth, becoming more like Jesus in your character takes time. What do you see in front of you? Does anyone know? It? What does that look like? What does it look like? Looks like a mini what? The big thing. Looks like a mini... Mini, 像个小的, it looks like a mini pine cone, doesn't it? And what are those little things on the. What are those little tiny things? What are they? They're seeds, right? They're seeds from a tree, right? Just take one of those, right? You put it in the palm of your hand. It's nothing. Nothing. Uh, you you plant, plant that little seed. God's word is a seed. Meditating on His Word day and night is a seed. It grows. It will grow in you. Give it time. Don't give up on God so fast because you're not perfect. Jesus is perfect, praise God. You're not. He is. Amen. But look, it's growing. That takes time. Now you could go over there, walk over that, and step on it. But you you, would have no idea what kind of tree that is. You can't believe what tree that is. But in time, if you leave it alone and allow it to be nourished by the sun and by soil, and nutrients and oxygen, and you give it time, look what it's going to be. 但是足够的时间, uh, 它从阳光, 从土壤, but those are redwood seeds, Sequoia National Forest in California. They're redwood trees, like the tallest trees in the world. 它是, Uh But look how it started. That's where it started. It looks like nothing. But in time, that grows to that. Now, if I take 800 years, yeah, that's so to eight hundred to fifteen hundred years. 800年或者1, right? And they can grow up to almost the highest three hundred feet. And you could drive a car through I mean that's how big this thing. So be patient. trust me, when I die, I'm not gonna be the perfect Christian. The the, the thief on the cross who went to Jesus was not the perfect Christian. I I believe that even in heaven, our character will be saved, we'll be with Jesus, but we're going to be refined. What are we going to do for billions and billions of years? We're going to keep growing in knowledge, knowledge of Jesus. It's gonna be a glorified process. Amen. I mean, I mean you didn't think you were gonna to get to heaven, You're like, oh, I know everything about God. <laughs> it's just the beginning. Isn't that awesome? It's just the beginning. You think the angels know everything about God? No, they didn't even know what they, he was doing with Jesus. They were like, what, What's going on here? They didn't even understand, they didn't even understand the incarnation. But guys, keep your mind on Jesus. This is the goal. Like this is this will happen. Just stick with God. If you mess up, confess, repent, turn. But stay with God. Begin to spend time in His Word. Begin to understand like true joy is being godly. True joy is putting Him first. True joy is learning about Him. 我們要有日乃要知道要把自己的信息放在基督裡面,那個的成長.So uh, are you growing?所以有quit out基督的問題,我們有沒有在成長呢?If you are, amen.如果是的話,我們在神裡面做,amen.If if, you're not growing as fast as you want, then just say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, mm-hmm. I turn to you today.如果我們感覺到自己成長不夠快,那麼就是我們悔改的時候。and just keep in mind these two little questions because this is what's either gonna cause you to grow more or hinder your growth. What are you like enjoying? Like I think I'm enjoying the hagao too much. Maybe it's not healthy to eat 30 of them. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Start enjoying what God enjoys. Start with the fruit of the Spirit. Let, let that be your checklist for what to keep in your life and what to kind of like put to the side. It's not weird to take pleasure in God. You say, why isn't it? 为什么不是的呢? Well, God's a person. When we take pleasure in being with people all the time. And then So take pleasure in the person of God So you uh And the only reason you don't think that that's possible is because you have a distorted, weird view about God. uh uh God is amazing. Just study a snowflake. Study a butterfly. 学, Study a rainbow. And you can see what's wrong with the other. Don't you want to hang out with the person who made those things, design those things, brought up those things? Don't you want to hang out with the person who made those things? That's not Crayola. That's not a mother. Look, I mean, the person who made the first rose, you can hang out with Incredible, right? 这是不可思议的,是不是? So, take pleasure and enjoy thyself in who? God. And, 因为他知道, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And what are those desires? Happiness. 你要的是要喜乐吗? Joy. 开心, peace. peace 平安, contentment. 和满足, acceptance. 被接纳, okay. Security. 而且在, uh, 里面的安康, Safety. 啊, Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, 親愛的天父, thank you so much for your words. Your song 你自己的诗篇, and someone is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Lord God, Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for putting the things of this world first. Forgive forgive us for enjoying and taking pleasure in what you hate. How am I going to be joyful and godly if I love the things you hate? 我们喜欢你所恨物的,自己怎么可能成长,在尽情上成长呢? Lord, give us your strength to repent and turn from those things. 哇, 求你给我们力量, and Jesus, Son of God, put into our mind and heart a love for you. 耶稣基督把在我们的心里面,在我们头脑中,把一个爱慕你的心放在我们里面。That we will enjoy and take pleasure in the things that you love. Uh, And Lord, help us to remember that growth takes time. And thank you that you are so patient with us. And you love us so much. We thank you for Jesus. Who is our example? The standard of perfection. The true godly person. The authentic truth. Uh, 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 the true righteous one. Thank you for giving us that grace and mercy through Jesus. Thank you for giving Jesus. Bless your people, Father. Give them a love for your word. May they begin to take delight in thinking about you through your fire. We glorify you In the name of Jesus Christ, We pray Amen. Amen.